the uh, pilot project has come to an end. I'm joined by City Councilor Paula Fletcher. It's good to have you. Good morning. Good morning, John. Okay, so if I went into a public park and cracked open a beer today, I'd be in trouble? Technically, yes. Okay. Technically, you would be. I'm not sure anybody would pounce on you, given no. they all know that I'm bringing this motion forward at this council meeting to extend the pilot for those parks that are in the pilot. Okay, why extend the pilot? I mean, I don't even know why we had to do a pilot in the first place. We're not going to perdition. I know that. We had to do a pilot because some councillors didn't even want to have a pilot or they didn't want it in their wards. Only 27 parks, and I think it's only in about 11 wards. So remember, we have 25. So some councillors just didn't want to deal with this at all. But a number of us, me included, said, yes, we're, let's try this out. But the pilot realized now it was only two months long. That's a really tiny pilot for something like this. It should be pretty easy. So I think it just extend this. And all of those who've been in the pilot, all those parks, hopefully they'll all stay in there. Then we'll have information on winter, how things are going in winter and fall and spring, because sometimes at City Hall, and I know this will really surprise you, these reports that are supposed to come forward don't come forward right at that exact time. So this pilot will keep going until City Council deals with this issue. Okay, so in terms of the report, what kind of data were we uh, tabulating? Well, we're looking at any, I guess, number of arrests, number of warnings that uh, for drunkenness, I would say. And then what's the situation with garbage? Uh, was it terrible? Was it left messy and dirty? Were there bottles, broken glass? I have not heard any of those things. I've just had good things from all my residents for this pilot project. And everybody's just, uh, you know, it's Toronto. We come from a history of even uh, having an area of the junction dry. Up until 20 years ago, you couldn't even buy a drink there. So got a little funny attitude with drink here. Um, I love the stat here. Between August 2nd to September 24th, officers dealt with two complaints related to alcohol in the 27 pilot parks. In non-pilot parks, they responded to 28. Yes. So that's right. I mean, in a counterintuitive universe, it would seem making uh, drinking fine actually lowers the incidence of you know public intoxication and everything else. Well, it's your understanding. You're there under some rules. Yeah, you can drink here. Uh, but you can't have a rave here. You're not bringing a kegger into the park to have a kegger that night. Um, and people are watching. So it's a very different situation. I think it just regulates things. The other thing is, John, since marijuana became legal, you can smoke that absolutely wherever you want in any park. So it seems a bit odd that you can be smoking marijuana at large groups. You can just be there. And you can't have a glass of wine or a beer while you're having a picnic. Have you done a head count yet to see if you're going to have any success? I think that the extension, as long as people don't have to add this in their parks today, uh, there will probably be an extension. Okay. Now, maybe not everybody will stay in the extension in the pilot. I assume they're going to. I'd be very disappointed if it was turned down because it's just logical. Although we're getting into a season where, you know, unless somebody's drinking hot toddies out of a flask, it's not exactly bucolic experience to be standing outside in a public park drinking beer. 
Uh, yes, uh, but there we have a lot of parks where we have fire pits and people go for fire with the family, have a little nighttime. I think they already bring their alcohol there in my in my wards, John, in, in my parks there. So why feel like you're always doing something illegal? I guess that's really it. Do you always have to feel like you're doing something illegal? It doesn't feel great. I want to take advantage of having you here as a city councillor to ask one more question, and that would be uh, tomorrow when council sits, um, the report on John Tory is going to be received. Is there any appetite on council to take this further, or will everyone just nod and keep going? Well, it does have one spin-off because the Integrity Commissioner wants us to have a clear policy on sexual harassment in the workplace for everybody to understand what that really is. And especially if you're the boss and you're having an affair with somebody who's on your staff. That's number one as a kind of output from this from this report. For me, the real situation in this report, people might be upset with this, is FIFA. Because it just seems that that got put to, that got baked in a very odd way. And that's where uh, the integrity commissioner said the former mayor had a conflict of interest because this young woman that he was seeing was negotiating it on the other side. And then, as you know, it was all signed the day before he left office. So that's what I'm going to dig into tomorrow. I want to know what happened because we're on the hook for this millions and millions of dollars extra. And the provincial and federal governments haven't joined in. So there's something, some, I, I, my antenna are going off. Let me put it like that. All right. So it looks like there will be some drama tomorrow. Thank you for this. Thank you. That's Paula Fletcher, city councillor.